Hello and welcome to The Positive Shift, a podcast hosted by Simcoe Addiction and Mental Health, where we focus on shifting perspectives on the journey of mental health and addiction recovery. Our goal is to create a safe and supportive space for those who are struggling and to provide guidance, hope, and encouragement. We understand that the road to recovery and self-improvement can be a challenging one. However, it's not something you have to do alone. Whether you are someone who is dealing with mental health and or addiction, we believe that every story has value and can help others feel seen and heard. Our goal with this podcast is to bring together experts and real-life experiences to provide practical and meaningful insights into the process of healing. We want you to know that you are not defined by your struggles and that there is always a way to move forward. We are here to listen, to support, and to offer a shoulder to lean on as you take the important steps towards a better, more fulfilling life. So let's get started and take this journey together. Safe and supported. Wow, what a good intro. Welcome, everybody. My name is Jay. I am uh, with Simcoe Addiction Mental Health. I'm really pleased to be here with my co-host, Chrissy Mav. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. We appreciate you being here for listening, and uh, we're really excited to dive right into it. Yeah, man, I'm like a a horse coming out of the gate, like a bull coming out of the chute. You know what I mean? It's fired up. (laughs) We've been talking about this for, what, six weeks, seven weeks? Long time. It's been a, yeah, it's been a journey, and and it's it's good because we get to talk about the serious things, the fun things, and we want to be as authentic as possible. So, yeah, we're just here to talk, and to have a conversation, what a great you know, word, authentic. Yeah, right? yeah, be it's our true. true authentic selves. I mean, yeah. isn't that the ultimate goal? Oh, definitely. I, mean, definitely. I don't know about you, but I put a lot of masks on for a long time, mm-hmm. man, and mm-hmm. I started peeling them back one at a time, yeah. and I started seeing things in myself that I'm not sure I wanted to see. Yeah. After honestly, after going through what I've been through as well, and uh, obviously we'll dive right into our uh, personal experiences maybe another time, but. Um, the reason why we're here is to just talk about what is happening in the real world and, 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 and what we want to talk about as individuals and what we want to express. Right. So another good word express. What's the, who came up with the name, the positive shift? That's, uh, I I mean, I get it. Right. I mean, I I mean, obviously we need to have a shift and Mm -hmm. I, I, I totally get it. We want to be positive. But uh, the more I pe- the more I bounce that around in my head, I start thinking about um, you know different things. It's like, am I going to go from one place to another? Is it an internal shift? Mm-hmm. Is it an external shift? Um, you know. And then I was sitting there thinking about it, and I I had a hard time. First of all, I kept forgetting the name of it. Right? <laughs> I, had to, I had to ask Francesco a couple. Of I'm going to tell you, I have a good feeling that by the time uh, you know we, we work through this together, we're gonna this is going to be a, a, a title of a podcast that people aren't going to forget anytime soon. Definitely. You know, definitely. Because the truth about a positive shift is it has to, <clears throat> I have to have one. I have to have an internalized positive shift yeah. in order to, to, to perceive life differently. Yeah. Otherwise I'm going to get stuck in that same cyclical thinking that leaves me, well, for lack of a better, you know, clinical term, sick, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's I, true. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. What, what did you, it's what brought true. you here? So, well, besides the car and the, you know, and the vehicle that brought you yeah, here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What brought me here was just to share my experience, uh, to talk about what is going on in today's world, in today's society, in our communities that we're a part of. Um, I think it's important that we recognize that everyone has a story. Um, everyone has, you know, 
a mind, a brain, and and words are coming up every single day in our heads that sometimes are intrusive, that sometimes are positive, but it's what we need to talk about and it's what we need to recognize that's a part of our lives. I mean, every single day, you know, we have intrusive thoughts, but at the end of the day, it's it's what we talk about, how we communicate, and and how we express ourselves. Right? That that's going to help us in the end. Oh, so, fabulous. yeah, fabulous. Yeah, and Jay and Jay, why why are you here? What brought Look, you man, here? I don't know. To be honest, like I just wanted to. Uh, like, I, I live in active recovery, right? And for a long time, I lived in in the opposite, the polar opposite, mm-hmm. active addiction. Mm-hmm. And so when I when I found this uh, this life of recovery, all these good things started to come back into my life, right? Yeah. And that's what they talk about what recovery means. Well, it's to recover that thing back into your life. And so externally, you know, all of a sudden I started to get these, these things that started to rebuild my ego because I lived in that place with those intrusive thoughts that you mentioned for so long that I, I, you know, I lived with this feeling of defeat and worthlessness and, you know, I was homeless near the end of my uh, drinking and drugging career for many years, man. Actually, I had this great spot out front of the Royal Bank. It, it, if you're going to, it had uh, two glass doors, kept the wind mm. off me, right? And, yeah. You know, as far as uh, being somewhere without a roof, it was yeah. probably one of the better spots, right? But uh, I, I, it took me no time, you know, maybe two, three years to rebuild this life. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden <clears> I got a vehicle. All of a sudden I got healthy relationships. All of a sudden I'm working as a professional mm-hmm. in the field, yeah. right? in this field, yeah. right? which is still asinine to me when I look at it. But I'm here I am, right? Yeah. And so here I am as a couple of years later and I'm at this uh, this car wash, right? And I'd, I'd never had uh, a car for 21 years. Hey, Christy, you didn't drive a vehicle. And I was, remember I was, um, I'm washing this car. Now it's a Hyundai Elantra, okay? This is this Hyundai Elantra is my Rolls Royce. Like it is my BMW. It is my it is the creme de the creme de la creme of cars for me, right? And I got this this little white Hyundai Elantra, and I'm I'm up at the car wash, and I'm washing the car, and I'm I'm wiping down the windows, and I'm putting that that black spray on the tires, you know, that makes it all fancy black, and 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 I remember thinking to myself, you know, I got some important stuff to do. I gotta I gotta go get my son. I'm gonna bring him to soccer. Um, I got to go call this new guy that asked for some help. I'm going to give him some direction. Uh, you know, I, I got to go pick up my, my, my partner at work. Um, and I got to get some groceries. I got to get some groceries from the grocery store. And, and I was thinking about all these things. And, I, I, and I'm, it, it, it's mind-blowing to me how fast the ego can regenerate itself and how fast I started to forget how bad it was such a short period of time ago. Okay? Now, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm doing all these things. I'm wiping down the car. And I look across the street, and I see this man. And he's got long, straggly hair. And it's the middle of June. He's got a big overcoat on and massive boots, right? Ripped pants. And for a split second, Chrissy, I remember thinking to myself, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember being like that. But as fast as I had that thought, and please uh, keep an open mind here because this is how my, my, my intrusive thoughts, they, didn't, they don't go away altogether. It's a it's, it's management process. And I remember thinking to myself, you should ask this man if he needs help. But here's my brain. I can't control my first thought. More importantly, I can control my second thought and my reaction to that thought. And here's my brain. My brain goes, but if you ask him if he needs help and he says yes, guess what, Jay? You're going to have to give him help. And you might just be too busy for that today. Right? And I remember thinking in that moment, like, I, I, you know, I, I need to ask him. The, the, I'm having this battle between my ears. Ask him. Don't ask him. Ask him. Don't ask him. And, uh, and as he gets closer, he walked past me. He sits down on the, uh, the, the stoop right beside the car. He's about three feet away from me. I'm still drying the car. 
and I'm having this internal battle. And finally I says to the man, I says, Hey buddy, do you need some help? And he said the most profound three words to me I've ever heard in recovery. He said, don't we all boom. It wasn't even him in that moment that needed the help. It was me. You see, I didn't realize that I'm in this constant state of learning, this constant state of growth. If I don't continuously seek um, ways to, 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 to impact my recovery and impact my, my uh, understanding, as you mentioned earlier, to be our true authentic self, well, I'm going to find myself in a whole pit full of water that is not going to be healthy or conducive to my recovery. And just for the record, to close out that story, I ended up breaking bread with this man. I ended up becoming friends with this man. And he ends up being one of my mentors today, who's one of the most intelligent men I've ever met, um, who's also living a beautiful life in recovery today. And that was uh, that he was put in my path in order for me to learn that lesson, not to help him, but for him to help me. And so I thought if I was here doing a podcast with you, maybe we could help someone else. And as default... I could help myself. It's true. It's true. And actually, that was my next question. I, I wondered what you did next, you know, after hearing those three words. Yeah, we went and broke like, bread. What, what, yeah. were your, what were your thoughts? Like, how, how did you feel even hanging out with the guy and, and, you know, discovering yourself and your boundary and, and just recognizing your thoughts in that moment? Like, how, how did you feel about that? Well, the minute he said those words, I felt this incredible wave of relief. It yeah. was bizarre. It's like I didn't know I'd been walking around for months with my shoulders up and my jaw clenched and my hands tight. I didn't even know. We don't, many of us walk around like that today. If you're listening right now, check, check your jaw, check your shoulders, you know, you know, shake your hands, see, right? Because many of us do this and I didn't know. And the minute that, that he said that, everything loosened up and, um, and I, and I, and when I, when we did sit to talk, it was almost like, and this is bizarre, but it was almost like we'd known each other for 30 years because I felt that whole wave of, of, of resistance sort of slide away, you know? And I asked him, I said, I asked him to tell me his story and he shared some of his story with me openly. Um, he was vulnerable and, and, and real and man. But that's what, that's what makes a story like everyone just, you know, building that relationship with people who you can connect with and, and knowing that you're not alone at the end of the day. And even if you guys are going through different mental illnesses or diseases or anything at all, you can still connect on a level that people just think they can't connect on. But once you start that conversation, it just becomes a whole new story. For you and the other person. And, and that's what I love about building relationships and, and having fun with people and, and talking and even, you know, talking about the serious things. Sometimes people are so scared to do that because they're so kind of fearful of their feelings and their emotions. And, oh, my God, is this person going to think like I'm weird for thinking this or, you know, am I being too aggressive? Am I being too assertive? But no, it's, it's how you feel and it's how you're voicing your opinion and it's how you're voicing your emotions and that's it. totally okay. I love it. So, you yeah. know, they say, right. The best, the best part about recovery is that you get your feelings back. Definitely. The, the worst part about recovery is you get your feelings back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's so tough to handle. Right? Some emotions are so overwhelming. You know, some feelings are so overwhelming and, and especially sadness and, and, you know, getting into your own mind and overthinking on your own and, and being alone and feeling alone. It sucks. Mm. It sucks. Mm. But that's when you seek the support. That's when you want to, you know, find a friend or uh, find a family member or even just find someone who maybe is a, an acquaintance to you, you know, and, and building that bond and helping yourself. 
Literally, yeah, yeah. Like you just explained, it's it's to it. You know, to some people it might sound totally odd, but it's not because once you're in it, it just feel like the the rewarding feeling and just just the the thought of it being such a positive experience. It hits you, and that's what people don't recognize, yeah. right? So, and that's yeah. where empathy comes in. I love you it. know. I so, love it. and you mentioned too, like how. Um, the 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 preventative piece the resistance piece because we're we start talking to ourselves about Mm -hmm. what if what if what if so i i I obviously accumulate that to fear right yeah fear fear is a funny one right because the fear is like at least it's been my short uh experience that fear is really just a it's an illusion man it's like there's two types of fear there's uh there's there's fear of losing what we got or fear of not getting what we want Mm -hmm. and everything else sort of falls under that umbrella yeah. And I think about fear as this uh, this piece that could either freeze me like altogether debilitating, prevent me from doing anything or or it'll catapult me into doing something drastic like the polar opposite of that. I don't know. Do you remember like um, do you remember did you have monkey bars at the, at the playground? There, when you oh were yeah, I did. Remember the monkey yeah. bars? I, I, at one point, I was like, "What are monkey bars?" <laughs> know, but right? there we go. Now I thought about yeah, it. I yeah. thought about myself swinging on the monkey bars. Right. I'm like, "Oh yeah, those things." Yeah. Right. yeah. And there's what? There's like eight <laughs> or ten of them in a row, and then usually there's yeah. this little platform. You get up on the platform, you jump up, and yeah. the, the objective is to is to grab onto one bar with one hand, mm-hmm. swing past that bar with the other hand, and you're yeah. sort of, um, you know, uh, you act like the you, you you travel through the monkey bars, you know, by swinging past the next bar. Well, I. I I don't know if anyone listening can identify with this or maybe even yourself, but mm. when I was a little boy um, and I look at myself honestly and evaluate myself through a true lens, like I can remember very clearly um, jumping up and grabbing the monkey bars with both hands. And then I would reach for the far bar and then my, my whole, I know that the listeners can't see me, but I'm showing my other hand <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to swing it through and I'm about to use my other hand to, to launch myself to the far bar. But instead of reaching for that bar, I end up grabbing the same bar that my first hand is on. So mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm swinging but with both hands on one bar and I'm kicking my legs and I'm trying to get traction. And I, I hang on until what? Until I let go, fall down, and then I don't succeed. And so then I remember thinking, you know, wonder, wonder what that fear was. You know, was it yeah. fear of falling and getting hurt? Mm-hmm. Was it fear of, um, you know, how little Sally's going to view Jay falling off, not being able to do the monkey mm-hmm. bars? Is it going to be my mom or my dad? who aren't going to be proud of me like how where where what level of fear is created to prevent me from actually trying something new and actually even though I'm telling myself I'm trying it I'm actually doing nothing except staying stuck yeah right? yeah no and I I totally get that I mean and and it's funny cuz thinking about myself being on the monkey bars uh when I was younger I used to have no fear like right. I was just like diving right? right into things like, you know, even on the monkey bars, I did not have a fear with that. I would skip two bars if I wanted to. I would, you know, but but now if I got on to monkey bars, one leg on yeah, the top in no. the rain and the- <laughs> you would see me hesitating to even jump and grab one monkey bar. And I don't know why that is, right. but the amount of fear that I have growing up versus what fear, what amount of fear I had when I was a little girl. It, it just amazes me to think like I had no fear back then, but now I have so much fear, but I was way more delicate back then than I am now. Like, why, why is that? Like, why do you think? Why? Well, I don't know. I mean, technically there's two acronyms for the word fear that come to mind, right? Uh, Face everything and recover or forget everything and run. Right. So I'm either going to go forward or backwards. I think fear is something that we tell ourselves to protect ourselves from something. 
So I'm telling myself that I'm a, that, that I shouldn't do this because again, um, the way somebody might view me or that I might physically feel pain or I might emotionally feel pain. Um, instead of telling myself the exact opposite, that if I don't do this, I may be stuck with the same feelings that I have now, which aren't working for me, you know? So I think, I think fear is something that we're creating. We're creating it based on, um, either past experiences or, um, other people's experiences or, or quite frankly, just the unknown, right? I mean, uncertainty is clearly one of the biggest fears that most of us deal with. Definitely. And that's, that's one word that was coming into my mind. And, and it's definitely the fear of the unknown. Boom. You know, people not. And the this unknown. is diving into the abyss at this point, like way down into the abyss. But, you know, f- fearing the unknown and, and what we don't know is really intense for all of us. And, you know, I... I understand that's probably a whole other topic we could probably talk about, oh, like I'm the sure fear of unknown, but <laughs> it is something that drives us all absolutely crazy. Like, right. Seriously. No, absolutely. And it's funny because, uh, and I feel, I, it's funny because the re- the reality about fear is if I actually, so there's a, there's a line I remember hearing a long time ago. Um, and it was, uh, you know, we live our lives forward but we learn our lives backwards, right? So it doesn't, things don't make sense to me in the moment. Then they don't have to because yeah. armed with the information, knowing that they will eventually can allow me to not live in fear. So then what I'll do is I'll either, um, I'll be hesitant to try something new because fear is telling me that this is going to be the outcome, which I have no idea what the outcome is going to be. And so therefore I won't do it. And then I sell myself that it's the unknown of that outcome, which is preventing me from doing it, which is actually a complete oxymoron because it's not the piece that's holding me back. Does that make sense to you? Because yeah. to me, I, I hear it coming out of my mouth and I'm like, I actually, I actually question myself. I'm like, what is the piece that's actually causing me to remain stagnant? Yeah. You know, because for me, I don't know about your, your journey and I'm sure I'm looking forward to hearing a lot about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to, to communicating a lot of this yeah. over the course of this, uh, this podcast. But for me, it was, uh, it was a really um, um, eye opening to see when I look back how long I was, I was, I was debilitated by that fear. I, mm. I, I was, I was more content dying a slow and lonely existence than I was taking uh, a hold of this thing and, uh, and trying something new. Yeah. And that's, that's like me. I mean, you know, I may be unable to connect on that level, but you know, when it came to my mental health and and the struggles I went through, I was, I would rather be in bed. I would rather be at home, isolating myself, not talking to people. And, you know, I would fear even talking to people about what I was going through or even having a simple conversation. Sometimes I still have that problem and I notice myself having that issue, but I take care of it now. That's, that's what the difference is. And that's what I'm most proud of because I take that step that I need to for myself and for my well-being. Right. Amazing. So I've surpassed that fear and, and I don't know if you guys have all been through that and, and, you know, are fearful of something, but just know to always motivate yourself and to take that step forward and, and to move forward and, and get inspired and, and feel that motivation to do better and to not fear so much and, and just to grow, just to challenge yourself and grow, you know, let, let those intrusive thoughts grow, not grow, sorry, do not let those intrusive thoughts grow, but let them go. 
Yeah, that's that's it, the man. point, right? I love it. I gotta admit, I don't know where I'm at emotionally, mentally, because when you said I, I wanted, to, I'd rather be home and be at home and in bed. I I, I kind of feel like I was at home in bed right now, to be honest with you, <laughs> to be completely parallel. But um, what else do you think we're gonna talk about over the course? How many? First of all, how many how many um, episodes are, do you think we're gonna do? Oh, 10, 20? Honestly, it all depends on what we want to talk about. Well, I mean, who is, knows? So the average person speaks uh, five to seven thousand words a day. I can do that before <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Um, and that's even when, when yeah. my partner's gone to work. So. Yes, I've heard you talk. It's, it's, it, but you know what? It's a thrilling event every time. So. <laughs> thrilling event. It's good. Yeah, a positive shift. Enjoy the thrilling event. <laughs> but uh, absolutely, like we got we got so many things. Like, uh, what are we gonna talk about? Over um, I would think talking about the connection between mental health and addiction Agreed. is something that we have to discuss because it is so I feel like people think of both of them as just such separate topics but they are so comorbid they they, they just mm. they go hand in hand at points and and that's what people need to understand and, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that's huge and that I really think we should discuss right. tackle that stigma. Yeah, yeah yeah definitely I think it's becoming more and more popular to, uh, uh, the conversations becoming more and more popular amongst um um, mainstream um, society like so people mm-hmm. are discussing this more people are um, having a more open mind I think you know the, the, the numbers show that there's so many more people affected by uh, mental health and addiction issues I think it was one in two mental health one in four addiction I believe if if I'm correct that um, that the stigma still exists which is really mind-blowing when you think about those numbers and that yet people who are directly impacted who may be suffering from uh, challenges of their own who are actually stigmatized a the people in their families or their communities or more importantly themselves yeah you know we we we, we've been you know i have an automatic response in my in my mind that takes me to places that tells me stuff and guess what i do chrissy i believe it yeah yeah (laughs) and that's actually one of my biggest downfalls is right after remember don't believe everything you think yeah you know because if i do well then i'm stuck with what my thoughts and my thoughts alone yeah yeah it's it's intense thoughts can be super intense yeah like i say sometimes word words can hurt and 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 they do hurt and Mm -hmm. they stay in people's minds and i know that they've stayed in my mind too and and that's something we can also discuss that's that's another thing we Mm -hmm. should discuss i mean our thoughts and what goes on in our little brains i mean you know something yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but it's something that you know there's so many things we can talk about and and i think something else that's important to talk about is is how to properly recover and what steps to take for yourself not only if you're dealing with addiction but also mental health on its own how to recover from your depression your anxiety your anger your irritability All of that is so intense and those are intense emotions that we feel sometimes on a daily basis. But, you know, it's it's knowing what skills to take in and what skills to put forth when we're dealing with those emotions. No, fabulous. Fabulous. You know, it's funny when you talked about it's so important to talk about our thoughts. You nailed it when you said talk about your thoughts. Like the truth of the matter is, is I got. I, I don't want to go in my head alone, man. It's a it's a dark, dangerous neighborhood. Yeah. You know, like I go up there alone, I'm gonna get mugged. No, nope. bad things happen when I go in there by myself, right? Yeah. So it's important that I communicate my thoughts, or at least on the very surface, um, write them down so I can process them, you know, accurately and understand where my patterns are starting to form and what kind of thinking um, is on the forefront because my thoughts are directly uh, a, a result of how I feel. 
Yeah. And, you know, and so if I'm uh, if I'm not thinking uh, clearly, guess what? I'm not feeling <laughs> good. And yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, Christy, but my my goal is to feel good. Yeah, always. And mm-hmm. actually, that's another topic that I've been thinking about. Um, in connection to that is how to love yourself. Ooh. A fluffy topic, oh, but fluffy. super important. A, <laughs> you have a cat. I think you have a cat named Fluffy. Like, it's, it's, it, honestly, it's super important to talk about that because I don't think people do necessarily love themselves nowadays. No, I, I completely 100% agree. You know, when you mention that, I think about, you know, I think we've all heard that old adage that says, you know, you can't love someone else until you love yourself. I mean, I kind of, I kind of scoff at that sometimes because I could love the world and not love myself. Mm-hmm. That was actually the biggest problem. The problem, uh, as I see it today, is that we cannot be loved until we learn to love ourselves. You see, I'll, you'll never love me enough. You'll never text me enough. You'll never tell me enough. You'll never validate me enough. And then even when you do meet everything that I demand of you. Um, the goalposts move and now I want more from you. So I keep demanding more from you, but because I don't love myself, I'm not to be able to receive this love. Yeah. I think this is a great topic. Yeah, no, how to love yourself is huge. And I had a huge problem with that back, back in the day, back in the day, I'm 24 years old back back in in the the day, day. but you know, like 10 years ago, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, 10 years ago, I, um, if you asked me if I loved myself, I did not. And, and even not on, not only 10 years ago, maybe like five years ago, um, I did not love myself mm-hmm. and, and healing was hard mm-hmm. and healing from my anxiety and my depression and, and, you know, from grief and loss is, was so difficult for me. And I can say now that, you know, with who I am today, I'm, I'm proud of myself yeah, because I be. took that initiative to heal yeah. and I'm on this podcast doing the positive shift yeah, i've baby. shifted well, my what? mentality and turned it into something so positive cool. you know so i've turned my grief my loss into something positive something to motivate me to become who i am today and yeah. and i think that's that's a good meaning behind our our title for this podcast yeah, too it's right to so it's starting to make a lot of sense and and i hope <laughs> for you uh you listeners out there i hope it makes sense to you too and i hope it's a title that sticks with you yeah. um in that you're always reminded to always shift your negative shift. mindset, you know, and turn it into a positive one. We'll say it again one more time. Yeah. The positive shift. Positive shift. Welcome everybody to the positive <laughs> shift. Um, this was absolutely so much fun to, to, to start off our intro. Um, you know, I know we didn't mention a bunch of the other topics we're going to get to, but we're going to get to Tom. We're going to have lots of guests on professionals yeah. from the field, uh, coast to coast, maybe some even from down South, who knows? Uh, we'll see where this uh, thing takes us, but I know that I'm really excited to see how it plays out. And yeah. see, and to see, you know what? Most importantly, I'm really excited to be able to hopefully just help at least one person on their journey. As know? long as we put smiles on people's faces, yeah. that is growth, and that's what we're here for. Well, you so. put a smile on my face, that's so you're good. Six, you put a smile job, on my face, too, job Jay. Job well done. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jay, and, right. and uh, thank you to all the listeners all right, out we'll there. And uh, we can't wait to continue. Listen for the next episode, and uh, we can't wait. See you next week. Bye. Bye.